everybody, welcome to continue watching. My name is Anton. And this is Tyler. I'm built different. <laughs> and today we're watching uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. <laughs> and the description is is that David Martinez thinks that he is built different. <laughs> I'm built different. Oh, I'm built different. <laughs> Uh, if you if you don't know where to find this real quick, and then we'll continue on. This oh, is yeah. available on Netflix, so if you have a subscription, you should go there. Pause this, binge all ten episodes, come back here, and then continue the podcast. Continue listening to the podcast. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, first impressions, I guess. We'll start there. Um, Maybe you want to play the game? Yeah, actually. I've heard that Adam Smasher is a character in the game that you get to fight. And so I was like... He is. Now I want to kill him. There's a theory that... Because you meet him in the beginning while you're hiding. Um, There's a... There's something in the game you can do, like, some upgrade to your eyes or something where it'll highlight enemies who see you in red mm -hmm. and as soon as he shows up when you're hiding he's in red so like he knows where you are but oh. he doesn't do anything crazy it's pretty cool <laughs> i would cool. beat his ass though so so is in the, in the game is your is is the purpose is to make it to the moon no the per the purpose is to be the most punk cyber the city of Night City has ever seen. Oh well, I feel like I've been lied to. No, this is Edge Runners, so it's different than the game. <laughs> different story. Boo. And I only saw—I'm probably wrong in this—but I only saw slash heard three characters that were from the game that's that are in the show. I could be wrong because I didn't get too far into the game. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to go on sale now, but I don't know. I, that's cool. I want to familiar self, familiarize myself with the setting more because this show is stylish and cool. Yeah. The problem with the game is that sometimes it's a little buggy. And it is very... I like. I, I don't know how familiar you are with Witcher games. I'm not. I've seen Witcher games be played, and it seems... A little similar to that in the sense of you can have a ton of story and dialogue with characters and it makes the game really slow. Gotcha. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's an open, open world game though, yeah? Yeah. To a degree. Like, there's some places you can't go because the enemies will just beat the shit out of you because you're not strong enough. Which is a little disappointing. Yeah. That's... Based on the reviews that I'm reading, it says this is the type of story that the game wishes it could tell. Yeah. And one thing that I actually really like about Edge Runners is it's a lot of stories I feel like could be told independent of their setting. And this is one of those shows where, it like, I hate to be one of those, like, the, re the city is a character. But, like, it's kind of a thing, you know what I mean? Like, where the setting yeah. itself, it could. It, it, I mean, obviously, with, like, the cyber psychosis and things like that. But, like, 
I don't know. I, I like how married it was to the idea of uh, really dragging you into this world. Yeah. I I did really like what Lucy said about Night City, how it is a prison more than anything. Because, like, especially with this story, you don't escape it. Yeah. I think, uh, I think his mom died too fast. Yeah, episode one, right? Yeah, yeah pretty I, much. I, I didn't understand. It took me a little bit of rewatching because I started this with you, and then I started over to understand that David's mom had the Sandavistan. Yeah, called? I didn't understand that she kept it to sell it to make money for them. Oh, I thought that he had picked it up at like the crime scene or something. He found it, and I just missed it. That right, and I, I was able to thankfully pick up on that just because when we first met Maine. And he would during that conversation. Um, but it really, I kind of do like how they played that out though. Cause I mean, it really showed the mom being just a hardworking mom. Um, but then only the fact that after she was dead, that you kind of see all of the other stuff that she was doing, selling black market shit, stolen military technology and equipment just to to get david through the door and stay in the door in in that academy so i thought i thought it did, uh, it did pretty good um so I'm, I'm not actually complaining of when the mom died um however i do agree she should have probably had just a little bit more of a presence before dying just to establish herself as like a character that we would care more about losing right or understand the impact more i guess yeah because we would definitely understand the impact that it had on david more too um because i mean it was really great that he kept the ashes and all of that and it cuts to it here um multiple times and so you kind of really do pick up on the impact but yeah if she was more established uh, i think we would feel the impact uh, of her death a bit more yeah um well and also like it kind of just and i guess that makes sense with the cold uncaring nature that is the setting where it's just like hey man you don't have enough money you didn't have enough money for us to save your mom's life so like Here's her ashes. Bye. Yeah. Oh, it took me a, a little bit to understand that she did. She died. Yeah. But. And it was really a like a really abrupt too. It's just like, well, sucks for you. Bye. Um, I can tell you a couple of things that I really liked about this the most. Um, it's Studio Trigger Gurren Logon looking thing. Uh-huh. I like. I really like how the art style can change drastically while also being consistent. I think that's cool that it's not just like i don't know middle of the road good the whole time i like that it the quality can vary wildly wildly based on what's going on mm-hmm. but not in like a silly anime way not like a pop team epic type of silly or quality yeah. i really like that and then i really like that the annoying girl got smashed by a big fat metal ass you didn't, you didn't like rebecca no she was loud Dude, she's a fan favorite. Dude, I like I Rebecca. <laughs> I get it. You can swear, tiny child. Shut up. I didn't mind her. But, like, I just thought it was funny. Working up the wrong tree. 
funny she got sat on. Yeah. Dude, Smasher has a big dumper. Uh huh. <laughs> he said, "You won't, you won't survive this ride. <laughs> you have to be this tall for a reason." <laughs> One of my favorite things to watch was the car physics. Oh, I that I annoyed the shit out of me so much. Well, it was just funny. <laughs> like, yeah, the the fact that it was just so bananas made it funny, but at the same time, it just annoyed the crap out of me. I get you. I just came to accept that it was gonna be that way because of either a style choice and or kind of they didn't have the time or didn't want to put in the effort to actually do things. It really reminded me sometimes of uh, Ninja Slayer from animation, <laughs> especially oh. with those um, cyber oh, dragon guys. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about Ninja Scroll for a second. I was confused. Oh no. Man, there's a lot. Did you guys know this is a tabletop role-playing game? First? Really? Edge Runners? Cyberpunk. I like, thought it was a book first. It might have been a book, but it was like a tabletop Dungeons & Dragons type thing. That's interesting. And then it got made into a, the game, 2077. Bro, this jumped sales. I think they sold like... 7 million copies after this anime dropped because it was people love it. Dude, so it's because it uses like uh, literal art from the game. That's cool. Like the elevator, when they go on that, it's the same art. The um, vending machines with the arrows, it's the same thing. When they have calls, it's the same thing. Like so much of the game was brought over into the show. And that's why I was just like, I need to play this fucking game because so much of what I was watching, I felt like was picked from the game. Like really when cool. um, Kiwi was, when they were doing that mission where David was the leader and it was the, they were going into that Maelstrom base and there were all those guys and she was looking at them and they were like all red and stuff. Uh, that's exactly what it looks like in the game. That's cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Like, it really made me want to play the game, and I've played, like, four hours already. <laughs> um, the only thing bad that I really have to say about the whole art style is it just it reminds me so much of No Game, No Life. And I'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing, and I completely understand where, like, you know, it, it's super... Uh, futuristic where uh, all this technology is there now um, but to me I felt like it just kept on reminding me of that um, and kind of threw me off but I wouldn't say it definitely was a, a, a negative to a point where I hated it but uh, I, I did like the art style though um, it just kept throwing me off at points yeah I can I can understand where you're coming from. I did really like the art style. I just thought it was a fun especially with this like it didn't through the art most of the time it didn't take itself like super serious. Well, um yeah. which was a nice what I don't know if I'm using this right dichotomy between the art and like the story it was telling. 
Yeah. Hmm. Um, I also like that the art style let them go just buck wild with characters. Oh, yeah. And looking at Adam Smasher in the game, he doesn't look near as scary as he does in the anime. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and then if you look at him on the RPG thing, he looks like the thing wearing a Hard Rock TV or a Hard Rock Cafe shirt. Send me the pig. Just go to cyberpunk.fandom.com forward slash wiki forward slash Adam underscore Smasher. No. Okay. And make sure that I am understanding correctly who Adam Smasher was. It was the kid that he went to school with, correct? No. Adam Smasher's Adam Smasher. the big psycho skyborg yeah. that kills everyone at the end. Well, then I'm just confused then in the show that when they were talking about him, that David then had the flashback of the kid that he beat the shit out of when he first got the, um, the stuff on. Well, he was having flashbacks of everything due to those psychosis. I felt like that was before um, before he started having those flashbacks. Um, the guy he beat the shit out of was the the son um, of that one dude that yeah right. But I thought like then the reason why the son or why Adam Smasher was able to become the way he was is because he had that shoe in because of his dad. No, Smash, Adam Smasher and the school have nothing to do with each other. Adam Smasher is a full cyborg, and he works... He's like Arasaka's like killing machine dog. Yeah. Also, prior to the fourth corporate war, in which Adam Smasher killed Johnny Silverhand, he apparently sounded exactly like Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I really like that. Ooh, you might have a better opinion on this, Trey. Mm-hmm. Based on what you've seen of Adam Smasher, if you had to pit him against Adam Jensen, do you know who he is? From Deus Ex? Yes. Who wins? Like who would win in a fight? Yeah. I don't... It depends on how you build Adam Jensen in the game, I guess. Because, like, in-game, you can build Adam however you want. I don't know enough about Adam Smasher. Adam Jensen, probably, because he's a protagonist, and Adam Smasher is the antagonist of a corporation. And not even, like, the main one, but, like, the corporate one. Someone said he's going to win, but he's going to whine and uh, philosophize the whole time. That's true. He is a whiny bitch. What are we, Adam? Tools? For who? Why? (laughs) Are you just you just have a meme pulled up about this? Yeah, it's on Reddit. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, who would win? Adam Smasher or Senator Armstrong? Senator Armstrong. For sure. <laughs> Senator Armstrong has a uh, a political philosophy that almost that I almost agree with. And a monster. Adam Smasher is just it just is like I like robots. <laughs> I don't think that's really what he said. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of what his whole thing is. That he's just full robot. He's full I'm a robot. robot. Yeah. Armstrong wouldn't trade his humanity. He's too cool. Who do you think would win? The Emperor of Mankind? or Just kidding. I know the answer to that. That's a tough one. Not even a little bit. Adam Anton... Smasher does look way cool in the game, but that's because he's unlike any other character you see. That's true. I mean, there is not 
that's all robot. That's like robot with an ugly little bit of yeah. skin. The game or the show though made him look so cool because they just could and they could like um focus well, on some of his like his coolest features, if that makes sense. I think and like the I, lighting. Yeah, and they made him seem way more monstrous. Where in the game I think because of the way that the animation's fast and loose, it makes him look scarier. Because you don't yeah. ever quite get a good look at him. In the <laughs> game, he is pretty big. Anton, when are you going to get into Warhammer? Um, like the the lore or the de- tabletop game? Well, not no the lore. The lore. Um, I'll probably end up getting uh, more into it once the Dark Tide comes out. <laughs> good. Because then you can tell me about how cool the God Emperor of Mankind is. <laughs> well, uh, I from what because I en- did end up playing that beta for a little bit last weekend when it was uh, out, and there are some um, character lines that mention him, and one of them it's like uh, it was is the uh, the Emperor God. And someone was like, Shh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> or something like that. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, dude. The God Emperor of Mankind is literally the most powerful being in the galaxy. But could he beat Itachi? I had this conversation <laughs> with that. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Itachi's, even with, it, even with cancer, Itachi's pretty strong. <laughs> could he beat Mob at 100%? Yeah, yes. could he? Could he beat Steve from Minecraft? <laughs> oh, no, couldn't do that. What about Shaggy <laughs> from yes. Scooby-Doo? Shaggy wishes he was the God Emperor. Okay, here one one uh, uh, Saitama. Yeah. Oh. Damn, he's strong. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, you know how strong he is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Anton, this the God Emperor of Mankind has been dead for ten thousand years functionally. He's been sitting in a chair for 10,000 years, and he's strong enough to bitch-slap gods. Like, literal gods show up, and, he, and he, he just can kill them. Bring people back to life, whatever. All the way across the galaxy. He just hmm. is. So, is he a machine or a person? He's a person. So then how is he not functional? He's a, per- he's a perpetual, is what he's called. And they're basically hard, impossible to kill. So is he, he kept alive through machines or something like that? No. Well, I mean, kind of now. The Golden Throne is what's keeping him alive. But that's because he was almost killed by somebody, not because of old age. Ah. I'm still laughing at the welcome to the Adeptus Retardies. Yeah, that one's a good one. All right, enough about 40K. Let's talk about the real reason we're here. <laughs> Faraday. Wait, what? Faraday? Faraday. Who's Faraday? The guy with the four eyes. Yeah. Juan Carlo Esposito. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really like him. He did a good job of sometimes not sounding like himself. Find him, he sounds like himself. <laughs> He's got grobby toss. Well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, it was fun to... Because, like, as soon as he started talking, I was like, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that's Juan Carlo. But yeah, it, it took a, things it, he says. Yeah, it definitely took a second for me to go. Yeah, that's him. 
And I was just thinking, when you started talking, I was just like, we are not the same. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) perhaps. And it was fun because, like, he, it seemed like he changed the way he pronounced certain things to more fit into the setting of Night City. At least that's how I felt. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. That's fair. The show did give me a new reason to lift, though. Yeah? Is it so that you could impress Lucy if you ever run into her? It's so that if I ever run into Maine, I can save him. No. <laughs> you found another meme? <laughs> okay, I see. I could have saved him. <laughs> um, all right, I did some research. Cyberpunk started off as a tabletop role-playing game in 1988. Wow. So when did you write the book? I don't know. Who's the main character? Who's the guy who made it? Um, I don't know. They should have had Keanu Reeves be in here. Cyberpunk 2013 is what it's called. Mike Pondsmith's the guy who did it. Whoa! Mike Pondsmith's black. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it looks like he made the game first. But uh, we were able to get a... Uh, um, a voice actor that I am a fan of in this series. Oh, M.M. Yeah, Mr. M.M. Matthew Mercer. Oh, who did, who did he play? Then you probably like... Falco. Uh, huh? He played Falco. The the yeah. driver at the end. Yeah, he did play Falco. Um, you should watch Super Crooks, by the way. He's the main character. <laughs> I'm sure it's on my list. I just haven't gotten around to it. It's pretty good. The only problem I have with it is that the opening song, like the opening credits and stuff like that, the uh, the visuals go way harder. Like this, that song does not match up. The song needs to pick it. Hmm. Gross, Tyler. What? I'll absolutely smash you, baby. Come on. <laughs> he did have that big old butt. Whatever. I'm glad she's dead. Do you guys want to get together and play Cyberpunk 2020, the role-playing game of the dark future? I'd play with you. Cool. I am not opposed. All right, you guys, it's time for me to talk about something that's probably going to be unpopular with both of you, especially Trey, because he's so opinionated. (laughs) The thing I didn't like about this show. There it is. I am a little sick and tired of these shows ending us in such like a sad decline of emotions and then us having to be satisfied with a melancholy ending of oh i've come to peace with all the fucking loss i've been through oh really i don't don't think she's come to terms with it she smiled and embraced the warmth of the sun well i don't think i still don't think she was like okay with it is she a character in 2077? Not that I know of. I don't think any of these guys... The only ones that were, that I found, was um, Adam Smasher. There's a lady at Afterlife you see for like two seconds. She's from the game. And then there was someone who... I, I think it's Mama Wells, who David was talking to when he was doing the job. After that uh-huh. one kid died. She's in the game. Other than that, it didn't look like there was any crossover, which I really liked because it's a 
it Night City is huge. So I was say, it's a big ass city. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, honestly, I actually appreciated the ending. At least the fact that David died. Because yeah, he had to die. Yeah, because I was like, once he donned that um exoskeleton, I'm like, yeah, there's no way. Like, if they make it, let him survive. Like, yeah, I guess I'll put up with it. But the fact that he did die, I think, was the right choice, at least. Um. I, yeah, I'm. I, I like I, sad ending. I just want some happiness. The whole <laughs> happy till then. David died no. happy. The happiness was gone at like episode four. Listen, David died happy. Ugh. You don't think that he died happy? No. Staring into Lucy's eyes. Did you guys like her or Rebecca better? Uh, Ooh, that's a, that, to me, that's a tough choice. I liked them both for their own reasons. Rebecca was just down bad, dude. <laughs> she really did want to bang him. She did. She didn't take the hint. Which is crazy. She was just hoping for that one day that he just goes, you know what, Lucy's just not for me. And she's going to be like, bingo. <laughs> but I don't know. I didn't like either of them better. Best girl was Maine. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I really liked Rebecca because Best she was. Best girl was Falco. What do you mean? <laughs> Dude, that, that southern draw that he can speak out. Oof. Oof. But uh, the reason why I did like Rebecca the, uh, a lot, though, was the fact that she was just always so trigger happy. Because <laughs> it made me laugh every time she just all of a sudden pulls out a gun and just starts going to town i didn't like how her hands kept getting bigger and bigger as the show went on <laughs> she's a robot she can do that <laughs> i actually think this could have been improved if christoph waltz voiced adam smasher that's how i would have changed it oh no christoph waltz is. i don't think that would have been made it better have you seen inglorious bastards yes he could have played it just like no. I think you're wrong. So, that's fine. You hate good endings. I don't. I'm just... I didn't hate it. But really, as soon as uh, Maine died, I think the show went downhill. Downhill sad or downhill isn't worst? Downhills and I didn't like it as much. I didn't yeah. like that all of a sudden Maine dies and David's like, well, I have to now be fully fucking chromed out. And now suffer the same fate. I think it would. It's perfectly fine that Maine died, um, but the fact that like literally the newest person in the group becomes the leader, I think was uh, a little much. Like he could definitely be then uh, after that point a pretty key point in the in the team, uh, but I didn't think that he should have been the leader. Yeah, goes to the occasion, and I don't. I don't have a problem with Maine dying. I have a problem with how David handled that. I I would have been upset if it ended happy, because yeah, that's how too. Night City goes, you know. Yeah, I, I would have not been satisfied with a happy ending either. Everyone dies, but like two people. Yeah. I, I wish mean, Rebecca yeah. would have survived though. <laughs> Dude, get off her. Get off her 
uh, robotic peen. No, thank you. Nope, she had to get smashed by that big metal ass. <laughs> yeah. But she kind of went out like a boss, though, just shooting up at him, just like, can't you see we're having a private conversation, you fucking asshole? And then dead. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she was like the best character. She was a fine character. I don't mind that she died. (laughs) I'm glad she did. I'm sad the Kiwi died though. Now she kind of deserved it. No, she didn't. (laughs) She was underappreciated. Yeah, I mean, here's what I would do to change the ending. Lucy dies, and David. Is a pair is a quadriplegic that lives on the moon. Why? <laughs> Adam Smasher literally pow sends him straight to the moon. <laughs> All right. While riding a volcano to get yeah <laughs> to be able to break that. But overall, it was a pretty good show. It's just tough to watch a show you were enjoying go to a place that you didn't want it to go. And I understand that it's not my place to tell the show and creatives how to create. However, it is something that I am watching, so therefore I shall critique. I think that's fine. I enjoyed the show. It made me want to play a game I had no interest in before. And that's a rock fact. (laughs) Yeah, call me the rock. Or don't. I don't give a shit. I'm mostly just quoting... My favorite, uh, favorite character in Over the Garden Wall. It's cool you have a favorite character. Have you seen Over the Garden Wall? Nope. It's been a long time. I have not. It's the only Halloween tradition I have. I'll give it a watch. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it is really good. Antonio, you need to watch it. Then suggest it. Fuck you. <laughs> Hmm. Um, what are we watching for Halloween? Yeah, I Oh well, wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, dude. I'll tell you after you rate the show. Mm, I don't know, like an eight and a half. I really enjoyed it. I'd give it an eight. Nice. Uh, I'd give it two thumbs up. Or yeah, because I'm still doing doing my little codes. In in selections, uh, okay. but uh, I'd, mine was numbers to you, start. It's true. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. not complaining about. <laughs> we can totally go back to like numbers. Honestly, I don't really give a shit. Um, but if I were to say numbers, like eight eight would be pretty on par. So pretty much seems that we all liked it about the same. So there you go. So. Now, moving on to what we're going to watch next, as this next episode will be releasing on October 30th, the day before Halloween, so we need to have the perfect Halloween movie for us to watch. So, Michael Myers, Halloween. No, even even better than that. This gives you the perfect amount of the chills, the thrills, and... You know what? Just a good movie. It's Scooby-Doo released in 2002. So, 
What's yes. new Scooby Doo? <laughs> yes, released uh, in two thousand two. <laughs> it's available on Netflix. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, if you have a Netflix subscription, you can go ahead and watch it there. So for Halloween, have a have a good Scooby Doo movie on us. Um, also follow us on all of our social medias. You can find links to them at uh, anchor.fm slash continue watching Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we also have a Discord, so go ahead and look for that Discord link. It should be in some of those social medias that we have. Uh, you do have a system in Discord that will notify you when a new a podcast episode is released so that will be great uh and it'll be just a good place to kind of connect and hear from you guys and we can have some good conversations about shows so head on over there come but, be our friends you kids yeah uh but until then we will see you next time bye my party message is that the voice actor for david <clears throat> is also the same voice actor for tanjiro Yes, I was going to say that, and then I completely forgot. You are correct. Mm. No, no, don't care. Love you. Bye. (laughs) And Geno's.